0: The Talk Shop.
1: Four minutes after seven o'clock. Good evening and welcome to the show. My name is Kanye Makobane, standing in for Mass Chaba. This evening, we will up until nine o'clock. Well, let me tell you what's coming up on the show this evening. Today, in our talk back, we we'll talk about the psychology of anger that leads to road rage. Are there punitive measures against road rage attackers serious enough to curb such occurrences from happening? And we're going to be sharing some information with you also on how to avoid road rage situations especially if you are unprovoked and another motor seems to be in a space where they want to pick a fight with you and you know how to you know look out for the signs and what to do when you find yourself in a situation where you are the victim and also if you are the perpetrator you know a second or two of just coming down and not giving into your anger may make. All the difference between whether an attack takes place or not. We're going to be chatting to Golf and she's a consultant at the Anger and Stress Management Centre. If you've had an incident, whether you were involved as a perpetrator or a victim, we'd love to hear from you on 0891104207. 0891104207. Tonight we're also going to be featuring uh, the Financially Smart slot. It's the very very start and. And they're going to have 33 episodes that are going to be part of the Be Financially Smart uh, slot. It's brought to you by First National Bank FNB. We're chatting to Eunice Sibia, FNB Head of Consumer Education, just after 7.30. After the 8 o'clock news, we talk to Gay Gimudzeke and Anisha Pancha, and they'll be telling us more about Consciousness Cafe. Now, remember, if you would like to get involved in our discussions tonight, you're more than welcome to give us a so call on 0891 SMS 0891 SMSs are charged at Turin's each at three four seven zero one three four seven zero one. Mara, let me welcome you on the line and thank you so much for being with us on the
2: talk shop. Thank you so much, Kanye. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk about such an important um, issue. You know, whenever one talks
1: about a road rage, one has to see it for more than just the incident playing itself out on the road, but that it speaks to a psychology of a country that has a lot to do with, you know, angry people. You know, we can't just look at it as an isolated incident. We need to look at our national psychology around issues of anger. Let's start there. Talk to us about that.
2: Absolutely. You're so right. Um, You know, people in South Africa are generally extremely stressed. We've got a difficult situation in the labour market. We've got a difficult situation in the economic market. Um, You know, our roads are not always what they should be. Uh, We've got a general sort of lawlessness on the roads where people just don't respect the law and make it very difficult for other people who want to respect the laws. And all of this just adds up to create these stressed drivers um, that and of course the, the whole issue about people not taking into consideration the other person if you just think about motor motorbike riders, let's say they are lawful riders mm-hmm. um, you know a driver will very often change lanes perhaps just listening to the radio not quite concentrating and they might cut in front of a motorcyclist, and that could cause his death. Yes. The same thing with um, a motor, or a sedan motor driver who will cut in front of a truck. The driver doesn't realize of the car that that truck has got 30, 30 tons or 30,000 kilo, kilo, kilograms of valuable stock on the back of it. Mm. There's no way a truck could stop in time and then people get all steamed up. So it's it's in South Africa we have a general um, impatience. Yes. Definitely and luck. Yes. You
1: know, being a driver myself on the road, I've encountered it so many times, you know, when I get irritated, somebody does something and I honk, you know, I press my Mm. hooter and I'm like (laughs) screaming, what's wrong with you? (laughs) You know, and there's that and then there's the next level of actually going after that driver pulling out a firearm, Mm. wanting to endanger them. So when is it road rage? Is it road rage when I'm in my car and I'm swearing off, you know, and I'm going about my way? But when I start to want to have uh, confrontations now, and now it starts to start endangering, you know, another person's life, I think, you know, that that's the stage at which we need to start uh, getting worried. Mara, I want you to stay with us. We're going to go on a short break. And when we come back, we're just going to unpack the term road rage. The Talk Show. Eleven minutes after seven o'clock. My name is Kanye Makobane. It's the talk shop. We together up until nine o'clock in for Maschava um, this evening. We're talking about road rage and you know, when we talk about rage, you know, we can actually define it. I mean, we can get a dictionary, and we can uh, define it and uh, we have one here which I think is very interesting when it talks about road rage. It says rage means to be in an extreme energized state of anger which has accumulated and or has been suppressed for some time is triggered and now finds expression in rage like behavior so an uncontrolled rage like behavior would be prolonged and excessive screaming and swearing intense verbal attack and abuse serious threatening physical assault so once again Amara it seems like road rage is merely an outlet of a bigger and deeper syndrome
2: absolutely yes Um, There are normally about three triggers for road rage and one of them is basically just the aggressive driver. He's in charge and he wants to be in charge and people mustn't get in front of him and they mustn't even look at him. That's the aggressive guy. And then you get the person with a very strong sense of justice. You know, he lives the laws backwards and he sticks to the law and he just cannot handle it when somebody else does anything wrong. And he always assumes that the other person did it on purpose. Uh-huh. He never thinks of the fact that you just might be thinking about your child or what you're cooking for dinner. You know, He really just thinks that you're trying to break the law and he doesn't like that. And then the third type, which we have a lot, is what we call in the anger and stress management um, center, the pressure cooker effect. Yes. We have all sorts of daily stresses and strains that just load up. And then the last thing you want is while you're driving either to work or home in the evening for somebody to just, you know, do the wrong thing at the wrong time and basically you explode. Yes. Um, and usually what happens with rage is the reaction of the, of, of the road rager is totally disproportionate to the actual event that caused the issue.
1: Mm, so, you yeah. know, I didn't
2: necessarily kill you. All I did was swim in front of you.
1: Yes. Now, I was sadly part of a road rage incident quite personally. I was traveling with a friend of mine and she got cut off while we were driving Mm -hmm. and she went. She flew into a rage (laughs) and she started chasing this driver. You Mm -hmm. know, like it was almost as if she was in a trance because Mm -hmm. I was trying to scream at her, like, leave it alone. Like, let's just go. And she's like, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. I'm going to show him. (laughs) I was like freaked out. But it's what you're talking about, that it's an uncontrollable emotion that you feel at that time. Yes. You know why
2: that happens is when you are angered, your body basically goes into what we call old brain mode. Mm -hmm. Now, the old brain is literally a section of the brain. Um, Some people call it the apricot brain. I refer to it as the imbecile brain Mm -hmm. because your brain uh, is designed that when you get really angry, anger is supposed to be a positive emotion and it's supposed to effect positive change. So let's say your child, or let's say you're driving and somebody swerves in front of you. You are supposed to be able to to move your car in the opposite direction, get out of his way, and carry on with your life. Mm. But what we do is we then get into anger, and when we get there, um, our body produces cortisol and adrenaline, which pushes up our blood pressure, pushes up our heart rate, pushes up the cholesterol, and we go into this old brain mode. Now the problem with that is the old brain has limited communication, limited hearing, virtually no reasoning. Mm -hmm. Mm. So when you're in old brain mode, all you can do is scream, shout, square, you know, punch, throw a finger, whatever. You cannot think rationally. Um, And as I said before, it's totally out of proportion to what the actual issue is. So trying to speak to somebody reasonably who mm-hmm. is already in old brain mode. You are wasting your time and you're endangering your life. So what's the best thing to do then? The best thing to do in that case is to remember that you're not working here with a reasonable person. So you avoid eye you avoid contact. Um, you try to let it go. Don't personalize it. That person didn't get up in the morning and think, oh, I'm going to get you this morning. He just did it. Okay. What?
1: Stay with me, Mara. Before we continue and talking about ways in which to avoid such situations, let me invite calls on 0891 104207. 0891 104207. We're talking about the psychology of anger that leads to road rage. That it's something deeper, it's something more than what just meets the eye. If you've been, you know, a perpetrator of road rage, if you're brave enough to call us and just talk to us, what happened in those moments and how did you feel? afterwards you know I'm wondering if there's a sense of regret and remorse that a person feels once they come back to their senses Mara do you find people feeling remorseful about what they've done after they realize you know the damage that they've caused
2: absolutely you know in all anger situations where there's an outburst you have there are five phases of anger and the last phase is usually depression so you feel that you have lost your own self respect, other people have lost their respect for you, the people who are with you in the car at that stage have lost their respect. So it's a very it's a down spiral. It's 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 not a positive thing for you to get so angry.
1: And how do you how do you prevent it? Because surely it's an
2: accumulation
1: of you know Piled up emotions, you know, just on a day-to-day basis. How do you, you know, keep yourself, you know, I wouldn't say stress-free, but how do you minimize the type of stress that could eventually build up and cause a road rage incident?
2: Okay, so the big thing is to try and not drive when you are already stressed and angry. (laughs) Rather keep off the road. Um, The other thing is to make sure that you plan your route, number one, and leave enough time. There's no point in swearing at all the other drivers when you have left home too late. You know you know there are roadworks on the road. You know there are potholes. You know that there are robots are out when it rains. So just plan your routes properly. When you're going on holiday, we've got a lot of people going on holiday very soon. Remember that the driving part of it is part of the holiday. So just relax and have some fun. Put the music on and just relax. Don't take life so seriously.
1: Wonderful. Uh, let's go on the lines and welcome Joe. Joe, good evening.
2: Hi. How are you doing?
1: I'm all right. How are you?
0: I'm fine.
1: Wonderful, Joe. I uh, would love to
0: hear from you. We're talking road rage. Yeah. You know, you know, after '94. Yes. Say after '90, coming to '94 and coming up to the 2000, and now. The statistics are showing that road rage increased. Mm. Before 90, yes, it was, because it's a human thing, you know, a human reaction. But after that, it climbs. And I think it has to do with the nation's psyche,
2: Mm.
0: you know? And, 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 And the nation is bottled up. You know, there's so much happening that, you know, nobody takes care or addresses the nation. You know, there's so many things that are happening... At the same time, that people don't cope. So, the slightest provocation, you know,
2: mm.
0: it's, as you said, as the lady said, that nobody wakes up in the morning says that he's going to hurt Joe or he's going to attack Kanye today. Yes. You understand? Yeah. So, I think we have to look at it as a national thing, as a national crisis.
1: Okay, thank you very much, Joe. Joe's saying, let's look at it as a national crisis. What do you think? 891 We're talking about the psychology of anger that leads to road rage, and my guest on the line is Mara Schultz, who's a consultant at the Anger and Stress Management uh, Center. Now, Mara, one thing that I also wanted to talk about was to go through the different action points that a person can can take once they find themselves in a situation where somebody has been provoked, they feel like, I am about to get into a road rage incident, this person is ramming me off the road. How do we deal with that? And before you answer that question, let's just go to Cape Town and say good evening to Ramarumo.
3: Hello. Good evening. Hi, how are you? Well, thank you, sir. I am fine. Yes, um sir. Uh, Yes, we we, we are angry, and it's no surprising we just survived the genocide, the uh, apartheid was a genocide, and the UN also declared it the crime against humanity, because it was violence against humanity. So, there is that anger, and it has got to do with uh, the pressures of life, and my advice would be that when you are... You you are experiencing. I mean, they maybe drove badly to somebody and somebody's upset. Sometimes it's wise not to to disengage. I mean, not make eye contact um, when somebody makes those gestures and, and not retaliate. Because sometimes you know, if you retaliate when you retaliate, you make it worse. Yes. So it's wise not to 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 retaliate and and. Um, Usually people will treat you the way you treat them. And if you are kind to other people, people will be kind to you.
1: All right. Thank mm. you very much, Ramarumo. No, my
3: advice. Okay, thanks.
1: And he's raising a very, very good point there. Do not retaliate. Tell us more about that.
2: Absolutely. You know, you that person, you don't know who they really are. You don't know if they're carrying a gun. You don't know if they are really in a murderous mood. They could damage you. They could damage your car. They could damage the passengers. They could even start following you. So it's best just not to retaliate. Get rid of the intolerance. Relax. Um, As you said, don't make eye contact. Keep yourself as calm as you possibly can. And if the guy tries to follow you, then go to the SAPD or go into a very busy shopping center. But don't get out of your car while while a person like that is following you.
1: And what about, you know, help from the police. I mean, can police help in such incidences if someone is following you and is like threatening you, you know, flashing their brights at you, can you call the police and say what, I'm being harassed or I'm in a road rage incident? How do you find help from the
2: police in such cases? Look of course you can you can find the police. The problem is we're not supposed to phone while we're driving.
1: That's the so well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. I
1: suppose you're right. What do you do? You know, I wish cars had a panic button that went straight to the police station or something. You know. Exactly. So it's it's all about really how you react. Your a reaction is key. It can either diffuse the situation or it can actually add fire. You know, to the exactly. situation. Mohammed in Durban. Good
0: evening. Good good evening, ma'am. Sorry, can you hear me? Loud and clear. Okay. Ma'am, uh, I am on the road every day, and and uh, yes, I will say certain things, and it is reality. We cannot hide from reality. And from what I have noticed on the road that I am every day, it is only the whites that, that actually intimidate us on the road. And for some reason, it is in the mindset that if you're white, you're right. If you're white, you lead. If you're white, you must be in the front. Even if you go to the post office, you go to the bank, you go in Everybody are patiently waiting, you will find the whites are heckling and peckling and belittling people that are behind the counter. And actually they will pass the to say, it was better when it was their days. It's incompetent, useless people are in front. And all the time. And whenever you drive on the road, as soon as you overtake him, or if you're behind him, you come close. Here he shows you the finger. He wants to put up a fight. and And he begins to push you around. So I've noticed that for myself. And I think it is high time that the whites should actually get into their mind to say that they are not right all the time, or they wouldn't be right from now onwards for any other thing, That and they have to accept that the, the dispensation has changed, and there are other people that are also competent, and there are other people that pay exactly the same type of money or even more to use the road facilities, and they should be allowed to use it.
2: Alright, thank there you pulling, very much, Mohammed
1: okay mohammed saying that um in his personal experience that is what he's seen do you agree with him do you disagree with him i'm sure that his views are very much dictated by his experiences what have been your experiences 0891104207 or 891104207 Mara, is that your phone <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it um mohammed raising an interesting point coming from a racial Point of view that his reason uh, what he's seen is is that you know a lot of the road rage has to to do for you know it's all about power play on the road you know who's who's the boss of the road who's got the right of way you know over and beyond the k-53 rules of the road you know Mm. you know he's looking at it as a sense of i have a sense of entitlement to be here more than you do so you must give me way is that you know a factor in some of the reasons why we see road rage incidents
2: Absolutely, I think so. You know, very often, um, if you, if let's say we go to the Cape to Cape Town with a GP car, mm-hmm. the fact that you drive a GP car in Cape Town is is enough cause for them to have road rage about you all the time. Are you serious? <laughs> and, <I> start, <laughs> and vice versa. I mean, it's like seeing in Pumalanga car in, in Gauteng, we just think oh, these people can't drive, <laughs> and we make judgments that we shouldn't be making at all about people because everybody can drive properly.
1: Well, you know, some people, you know, unfortunately don't ever go to driving school you know they buy their licenses and they get right. on the road without ever having taken the time to actually learn the rules of the road mm-hmm. they don't know how to use a traffic circle they don't know how to use a four-way stop when you know the robots are not working and you have to you know use that as a four-way stop they don't know some of these things and sometimes when it rains that's why there are more accidents because people are awkward they don't know what to do at these intersections and cars all take off at the same time and hit each other and then everybody's angry
2: Absolutely. You know, we've got so, um, somebody was saying that since 1994, the road rate has become worse. And I agree with that caller, but we must also remember that the number of cars on the South African roads have increased tremendously. Yes. So roads that previously had X number of cars now have a couple million cars more. So our roads are congested. It takes longer to get anywhere. We in Joburg know that if you try and go anywhere, it takes you an hour, an hour and a half.
1: Mm. Let's go to Eric in Johannesburg. Eric, good evening.
4: Hi, Kenny and Mara. Hi. Um, Mm. Hi. Well, I think the thing is, people just have to learn to tolerate one another and be patient. You know, if you really observe these two things, then the road will be better. I've been to some Asian cities where... Uh, congestion is probably five times what you get in Johannesburg, which is the most congested city in South Africa. But you see people walking and nobody opening or dropping down the grass to swear at somebody and whatsoever, and they and they get to get where they're going to. So the thing is, if you are tolerant and you respect one another, then we're going to have a good society because there's still going to be more congestion. You know, recently 400 more cars, 400,000 mm-hmm. more cars just re- re- hit the road. And year on year it's just going to grow. So if it's going to, if, if road rage is going to grow at the same rate as the number of cars on the road. That means at some stage we're just, just going to get people being killed on the road every day, not by accident, but by road rage. That is what I have to add.
1: Okay, Eric, thank you very much. Eric, thanks, Johannesburg, 891 104 We're talking about road rage and also just looking at it from a psychological point of view and actually just trying to unpack, you know, some of the reasons why these road rage incidents happen. Mara, let's talk about taxi drivers. The bane of everybody's existence.
2: <laughs> I want to say something good about taxi drivers. Yes. I have noticed that this uh, Eric that spoke before, he said, you know, people never let you in. But the only guy that will really let you in is a taxi driver. They are so good at that. So I know we all get frustrated with them. Um, and some of them are really bad drivers. But in general, I think if we were tolerant, again, like... Um, Eric said if you take into consideration that a taxi driver has what 10 to 20 people that needs to get to work and back plus that taxi driver earns commission on every trip that he takes Mm -hmm. so he doesn't really have the time to sit in the traffic and that's why they they do unlawful things I don't condone it but one must just look at it from a different perspective and perhaps just say to yourself described as trying to make a living and due to the state of our roads and so many cars they are battling like all of us
1: let's go to Durban and uh, wrap it up with Mohammed Mohammed thank you for joining us again
0: Uh, yes ma'am sorry I I, I forgot to give one tip ma'am before putting the the, the phone down yes ma'am an amazing successful uh, um, story I had a whereby and I've noticed it works so well if anybody that feels themselves intimidated on the road or bullied or pushed, pick up your phone, dial 1 or triple one, or the emergency number, and, and, and the police respond immediately and tell them, I am being bullied. You give them the, your location where you are. They are put, police patrol vehicles at any given time, at any point yeah. And they will actually follow you to your safety, and most probably the, the guy, whoever is bullying you, it, it, he's taken care of, and you are to your safety. So I think motorists should also remember as well, that anytime you're in simulation, instead of getting into a brawl, instead of getting into a race, just pick up your phone because as the lady said, you don't know who's in the vehicle or whatever it is. They could be crooks, they could be armed or not armed, they're trying to hijack you.
2: Mm-hmm. Just pick up
0: the phone and just say, I'm being followed. And believe you me, they are there to assist you. And I've witnessed it and I've experienced it. They, and they did assist me as well. And yes, thumbs up for, for SAPS for responding for in, in those instances.
1: All right, thank you very much, Mohammed, and that's also how we come to the end of this particular discussion. Mara, just give us details where people can contact you if they feel like they do need anger and stress management.
2: Thank you. Our website is www.angerstress.com. The Twitter account is at Anger Stress, and the Facebook is the Anger and Stress Management Center.
1: Wonderful. Thank you so much. And remember, you can always just give them a call or go to their website and book a few sessions. It really wouldn't hurt.